After their marriage, John and Maria settled in London with frequent summer visits away from the city to Hampstead or Putney, both still country villages at that time, or Brighton for the sake of Maria's health. However, the Constable family grew rapidly, and John Constable was an enormously proud and fond father. Their first child, a boy named John Charles, after his father and maternal grandfather, was born on the 4th of December, 1817. In order to attend to family affairs and to carry out painting commissions, Constable was often away from home and wrote to his young family in the most affectionate terms, including his family nicknames of Fish for Maria and Duck for John Charles. Kiss my darling a thousand times and call him my boy, my lovely boy, my darling duck, and tell him it is all from me, his father who is always talking about him. The letter was written when Constable had been called to East Burgholt following the death of Maria's grandfather, Reverend Dr Rudd, on the 6th of May, 1819. A few months earlier, in December 1818, Dr Rudd had changed his will to leave a share of his estate to Maria, as well as her brother and sister, showing a change of heart after his long opposition to her choice of husband. In July 1819, a daughter, christened Maria Louise, but always called Minna, was born. Constable wrote proudly to his friend John Fisher. A more lovely little girl at one month was never seen. More children followed, and in 1821 another boy, named Charles Golding, joined the family. Shortly after the birth, Constable was obliged to visit East Burgholt, where the couple had first met, and wrote to Maria. How sweet and beautiful is every place, and I visit my old haunts with a renewed delight, but filled with many regrets, and not without many sad and melancholy reflections on the various and solemn changes since the days of my youth. Nothing can exceed the beautiful green of the meadows, which are beginning to fill with buttercups and various flowers. The birds are singing from morning till night, but most of all, the skylarks. How delightful is the country! But I long to get back to what is still more dear to me. How is baby boy? Kiss all my darlings. Have they missed me? Family life was clearly only rivalled in Constable's affections by the Suffolk landscape. When leaving his painting rooms in London to join his family in Hampstead for the summer, Constable wrote to John Fisher. I am as much here as possible with my dear family. My placid and contented companion with her three infants are well. However, Constable's enforced absences to paint the English landscape and to undertake other commissions continued and were largely borne well by his family. In August and September 1823, John spent some weeks visiting John Fisher and his family in the parish at Gillingham, Dorset. John wrote to Maria, who remained in Hampstead, with now four children making up the Constable family. Your kind letter on Tuesday made me quite happy, at least as happy as I can be away from you and the children. I am now anxious to get home. You are kind not to urge me to return, but I am tired of being away and ought to be at home at my work. You will get this tomorrow, in time to let me have a line on Sunday morning. Only one line to give me a good account of you and all the darlings will make my anxious mind happy. And I am always sad on the road. I hate travelling. I am heartily tired of being away from my love, 
I miss you at night, and once I thought I had you in my arms. How provoking. I long to see you and to get to my work so much. Soon after his return, John was invited to spend some time with Sir George and Lady Beaumont at Colleton Hall near Leicester. He left in October 1823, and Maria's patience with his absences was wearing thin when he wrote to inform her that he was extending his stay longer to have the benefit of meeting new fellow guests. She replied, and included a description of taking the children to see the Lord Mayor's show from the vantage point of the house of Mr. Darby. My dear John, as it is for your advantage, I must put self out of the question and submit without murmuring to my fate. I had not the carriage today, but I wished to give the children pleasure and therefore I went to the Darbys quite early to avoid the crowd. They have a nice house and are very glad to see us. They came to town for the occasion. We saw it both going and returning. We had no frights, and indeed John is so timid that we should be very careful of alarming him. He and Minna were highly amused and will tell you all about it when they see you. John says he supposes you will return next summer. Because Constable was frequently away from home, or Maria was spending time in the country air to help her health while he remained in London with the children, Maria encouraged him to keep a journal so she could share the events of his life. The Constable family continued to grow with the births of a third daughter, Emily, in 1825, and two more sons, Alfred Abram, a year later, and Lionel Bicknell in 1828, described by Constable as a lovely little fellow. In August 1827, Constable let part of his house in central London and felt his family was finally settled in a house at Well Walk in Hampstead, writing to John Fisher. Your kind letter on Tuesday made me quite happy, at least as happy as I can be away from you and the children. I am now anxious to get home. You are kind not to urge me to return, but I am tired of being away and ought to be at home at my work. You will get this tomorrow, in time to let me have a line on Sunday morning. Only one line to give me a good account of you and all the darlings will make my anxious mind happy. And I am always sad on the road. I hate travelling. I am heartily tired of being away from my love. I miss you at night, and once I thought I had you in my arms. How provoking. I long to see you and to get to my work so much. Although the finances to pay for the house seemed far from secure, the death of Mariah's father, Charles, in March 1828, left a legacy for Mariah and the children, and secured the family's future in Hampstead. However, Mariah's condition worsened throughout 1828, and it was hoped it would be alleviated by a summer trip to Brighton for the sea air, along with the equally ailing Alfred. Constable wrote to James Carpenter on the 23rd of July. I have been accompanied with my easel attending a very sick wife and afflicted child. Brighton has done them very little good. While on the 15th of September, he wrote to Dominic Colnaghi. Her progress towards amendment is sadly slow, but they tell me she does mend. Constable's friend and biographer, C.R. Leslie, wrote in his Memoirs of the Life of John Constable, I was at Hampstead a few days before she breathed her last. She was then on a sofa in their cheerful parlour, and, although Constable appeared in his usual spirits in her presence, yet before I left the house he took me into another room, wrung my hand, and burst into tears. 
Maria died on the 28th of November, 1828, and was buried at Hampstead. Constable continued to be a devoted father, weathering his children's illnesses, but was heartbroken when his second son, Charles Golding, chose to join the Indian Navy, writing, I have had, as you may suppose, a most anxious and busy time with Charles, I have done all for the best, and I regret all that I have done when I consider that it was to bereave me of this delightfully clever boy, who would have shone in my own profession, and who is doomed to be driven about on the ruthless sea. It is sad and melancholy life, but he seems made for a sailor. Charles Golding settled in Bombay, and was the only one of the seven constable children to marry and have children of his own.